Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. All right, Dave, welcome back to The Boiling Point. Good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's been so long. Yes. <laughs> so, Dave, what have you been up to since the last time we spoke? Oh, man. You just throw me, you throw me right you off. Up. Yeah, I was, I was ready to talk to our guest. Uh, what haven't I been doing? Just loving, like just living the dream. Man. You're you're heading to uh, UConn, UConn tomorrow. I'm heading yes. to New York City tomorrow. Yeah, we're in opposite directions. Yeah, so I'm really glad that we got to connect to do this podcast today because otherwise we're on the road for the next little while. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going to soon take a little bit of a hiatus of recording because we have so many great uh, interviews lined up. So nothing's going to stop in the rollout of the Boiling Point uh, podcast every week. Keep on tuning in. But we're going to take a little little three-month hiatus while we roll out our new upcoming course, the Boiling Point Process, which is going to be kick-ass. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So um, today- I, And uh, I'm I, also looking yeah, forward to, to, our to, to our guest, Connor. How are you? Hey guys, how are you today? Very well, very well. So, hey, Connor, first thing, um, I'm always curious about how people learn about us and how we get connected, and I'm not, sh- dis- I'm not sure I'm, I'm clear on how this happened. Yeah. How did this <laughs> happen, course. Connor? So, <laughs> yeah, of course. So, as you'll learn in, in our interview here, I'm, I'm very much a systems and process guy. So, um, I actually have set up a system where I go through all of the podcasts on iTunes I find ones that are relevant to business and to the knowledge that I have. And then I find contact information and I reach out looking to, to see if I can come on for the interview. Well done. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you. And it's, it's really interesting, Connor. I, I, I know that you're big time in the, uh, in the digital business space. And for us, if you've listened to a few of our episodes, we, Dave and I just started this mm-hmm. for a way for us to hang out with each other really at the beginning. And now <laughs> we're, I think we're, t- nice. we're 200 <laughs> weeks in now, I, th- I think. And, uh, it has been amazing how for the first 50, we had to hustle to get good interviews. For example, we had Chris Hadfield mm-hmm. on here. We had like the first nice. international space station, uh, Commander. <laughs> Commander. Um, but now <laughs> it's people like yourself, you know, finding us uh, on the business podcast and calling us. And uh, so we will celebrate uh, that turning point for us in our in our little uh, micro business here. So thanks well, for being part and, of And that. I got a question because you, you know, talk about process and stuff. Um, I, mm-hmm. I hope the process to get on wasn't too challenging. Give us some feedback. Um, no, it was very <laughs> simple. I communicated with, uh, I forget what her name is, but she... It was really quick. She she sent. I think she sent my initial email over to one of you. Um, she got approval, and then she just let me know that there were some openings today, and got me on pretty quickly. So yeah, it was super simple. Oh, good to hear. Nice. That's Thank Kim. You. Shout That's out right to Kim. Answer. So uh, Connor, you're the CMO of of FreeUp.com, which is a killer site. Like uh, as somebody like myself who relies heavily on a lot of freelancers and contractors, it's really exciting to be able to talk right. to you. Um, uh, you've sold over $30 million online. You've hired hundreds of, well, probably thousands now, I suppose, of freelancers to build uh, your companies, or I guess hundreds. I want to hear more about mm-hmm. FreeUp. Um, let, let us know what it is and how it's really connecting and helping this kind of freelance side of the economy uh, scale up. Yeah, of course. So 
uh, just just to give you a little bit of background so that you kind of understand the the problem that we were looking to address when we we started FreeUp, my business partner and I have been working together for about eight years. Um, our first business was in the e-commerce space, so we were selling a lot of products online. And when we were building up and scaling that business, we ended up needing to hire people to help us with the operations and new projects and the growth of the business. And we turned to freelancers, some within the United States, um, some within the Philippines, and some across a, a number of different countries. And we were using websites um, like what is out there today, like Upwork and Freelancer.com and Fiverr and all these other large platforms where you can hire freelancers. And we were just very frustrated with the time that it took us to post a job, filter through 10 to 25 applications from freelancers, set up interviews, go through the interview process, and then finally choose someone that we thought would be a good fit. Um, and, and what we found was that we were spending a lot of time and we weren't always necessarily getting the highest quality person that was going to stick around with us for a good amount of time. And that was when we decided we wanted to create a better solution for other business owners that may have been struggling with similar things within their companies. Um, and so that's what FreeUp is all about. The, the way we're a little bit different from these other marketplaces is that we have a, an internal team that actually recruits, interviews, and vets freelancers that want to join the network. We put them through an application, an interview, and then also a communication testing process. And then we only allow the top 1% into our network. So as a business owner, you gain really quick access to people that have already been vetted, that have experience, that are you know good at communicating and, and know what they're doing. And then you can hire them for hourly and fixed rates, very similar to um, some of the other platforms. And the, the final thing is that that's really interesting is that we're, we're protection against turnover. So that was another issue that we had while we were hiring freelancers. And so on the back end, we protect business owners from turnover. Um, in the rare case that a freelancer ever does quit, we replace them within 24 hours and then cover any replacement costs as well. So that's really what FreeUp is all about. And uh, we can dive more into it or I'm happy to answer any questions no, you that's, have. That's a, that's a really good explanation. And um, what are what are the types of freelancers, you know, what are the types of skill sets that, that someone would be looking for to come to you guys to get support? Of course. Like what, like what would be the, yeah, what would so, be the example? Yeah, sure. So, so we started in, in the whole e-commerce world. So anyone selling anything online, if they're selling on Amazon, eBay, Shopify, uh, WordPress, WooCommerce, we have people that can help those types of businesses. But over the past year and a half or so, we've expanded into a lot of freelancers that have digital marketing skill sets and also web development and web design. So people that could run your social media, write blog articles for you, um, set up lead generation processes for you, um, really anything to, to go along with growing uh, in terms of digital marketing as well. Um, I got to tell you, Connor, I, uh, I I suspect that you were somehow spying on us uh, maybe an hour ago while Dave and I were completely <laughs> bitching about the fact that we just don't have the capacity to keep up on LinkedIn or, you know, I, I've got so much content to put out on blogs and stuff, but I was like, I need a freelancer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so what, so, That's so funny. You no, know, and, and it's, and, and, you know, here's, so I have a coaching business and, um, mm -hmm. and we do a lot of work with independent contractors in terms of coaches. And it, in that space, we mm -hmm. kind of do something similar. It's just, a, it's a different service, but it's just, and it's a different value proposition, but, but similar yeah. in nature, you know, and, and there's, and there's, and, and what I find interesting is, is, um, in my 
work at you know in coaching business leaders how um, a lot of folks when they think of they need support they automatically I believe default to I've got to hire someone right like I got to an empl- hire mm-hmm. an employee right and and I've, it's yep. and I've and I've I, I have worked as a contractor for years in various you know capacities, you know built a company around with with a real big bend on independent contractors. So mm-hmm. I'm always surprised by that that default to I got to hire an employee and then it becomes too challenging and all this kind of stuff. And and mm-hmm. so what what do you think? Or first off, have you do you see that kind of default thinking? And secondly, if you do, what do you think causes it? You know why don't why don't why don't more people understand the value of you know, getting an independent contractor yeah. or a freelancer to support them. Yeah, so I absolutely see that problem as well. Um, and, and I would I'd admittedly say that when I was first running my business, my first business, that was kind of our, our thought process as well. You know, we're, we're running out of time of the day. Let's hire an employee, whether it's part-time or full-time. Um, and I, I think to, to answer your second question, a big reason why that's, that's kind of the go-to thought is, um, is just that the, the whole world of freelancing and the the gig economy, which is extremely hot right now, um, is, is just kind of heated up in the past couple of years. So I don't think as many people um, are exposed to the idea of just hiring an independent contractor or a freelancer or even really know what that process looks like, whereas uh, people have been hiring employees for hundreds of years, and it's much more the norm for someone to know more about and, and kind of go to that as their first solution. You know what I mean? Totally. And it's, it's almost like, you know, that's a known space, but you, you know, you have one of the, on, on, in your bio, it says, um, you know, one of the questions is how do you decide? So I'm thinking of a business owner or manager or whatever, how do you decide mm-hmm. what to take off your plate first? Right. And, and in theory, I'm guessing that would be an opportunity to outsource and to use a freelancer. Is that is that what is yeah, that, that question is designed? So how do you how do you figure that? Like how do you support people in, in understanding that or figuring that? Because I think a lot of people throw up their hands and like I'm so busy, but I you know it's just it's just so <laughs> much stuff. Like you know how do what I have no idea where to start. You know in terms of getting support. So what would your answer be to that yeah, person? Of course. So so we've kind of come up with a, a pretty simple process that we, we like to share with people that um, it, it only takes them ten to fifteen minutes and, and they should be able to come to a, a one task that they can start to take off their plate. Um, and it, it's really as simple as sitting down, uh, whether you're on a computer or on a, a piece of paper, and writing down or typing out all of the tasks that you personally have on on your plate on a daily or weekly basis. Um, like, like you guys were saying, you don't have enough time to write blog articles or to stay up to date with what's going on on LinkedIn and, and kind of network there. So those would obviously go on your list. Um, and then in order to actually choose the, the one that you want to start with first, uh, you can go two routes. So the first is uh, choose the one that you hate the most. Um, so something that you just really don't enjoy doing within your business. Uh, why don't you try to get off that off your plate? Um, or you, or you go ahead and choose one that's the simplest. Um, if you're totally new to outsourcing, totally new to hiring and managing freelancers, it's probably good to start with something that's really simple, uh, that, that would be easy for you to pass off and to then manage with the freelancer. Simple methodology. And I, I wouldn't mind going back a little bit too, uh, Connor, into your earlier days of uh, your, you know, selling on Amazon. I've uh, been pretty close with a friend, kind of, uh, who, you know, he, he's he's had an online Amazon shop for quite a few years, and I mm-hmm. fully understand the challenges that come with it, but also the infinite scalability. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your experiences there, and why did you leave it to to jump into this? Yeah, great question. So. Me and my business owner got into selling on Amazon at a very opportune time. Um, it was about 2009, and Amazon was really just ramping up their marketplace efforts. So 
allowing people, third-party sellers, to come onto their website and sell a large variety of products. Um, so that's how we initially got exposed to it. Uh, and it, it was a pretty big learning curve. We had to figure out what Amazon likes, what they don't. They have a lot of policies. They have a lot of metrics that you have to hold up to as a seller. Um, but it was a great experience for about four years. They were expanding into new product categories. So we, we started selling textbooks. They, that was big for them. And then they started selling uh, toys and baby products to target the moms and dads. We followed them into those categories. Um, and then similarly, we went and sold a lot of home goods as well. So really cool experience that taught us a lot. But what we eventually learned as business owners was that uh, there was always a risk overlying selling on Amazon. And that is that Amazon, while it's an amazing opportunity, they also have control over your business. Um, if, if for some reason they don't uh, like how you're doing something or if you don't meet their policies, don't meet their metrics, there is a chance they could kick you off of Amazon and, and that completely shuts down your business. So we wanted to move towards something where we were addressing a, a real problem that we were having ourselves and where we would be able to build a brand and, and really have complete control over the growth. That is really cool. Well, it's a, control, no, yeah. the control thing is so important, right? And I think that's, you know, we're, Greg and I are following uh, Jeff Walker, product launch formula. And, and it's funny, he talks about mm -hmm. building, uh, you know, strong email um, uh, databases and, you know, the theory being that, you know, Facebook or LinkedIn or any of these platforms can just change an algorithm yeah. and you and don't own that community. You don't own that. Your community disappears, you know, and I'm kind of hearing a similar sort mm -hmm. of, you know, like you want to be in control. So that, so how does it feel being in control? I mean, it's great. It's a, it's a totally different ball game. Uh, you're, you know, working with Amazon once you kind of figured out the equation, it, it did work um, to a certain extent. And, and now with this, I mean, when you're building a brand, you're, you're doing a lot more digital marketing efforts. You're, you're going on podcasts like this to, to expose yourself. You're teaming up with other companies in the industry. Um, I personally find it a lot more exciting. It, it really allows you to grow more and, and learn more as a business owner. That's yeah, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, so you're just it's like kind of pioneering the way here. So in terms of people listening to this right now, Connor, um, who what what would be your your target? Like what what kind of uh, what's a customer profile that should be going to uh, freeup.com and that's that's f r e e e u p dot com. Yeah, of course. So uh, we work with a, a pretty large variety of business owners. Um, we we work with the solo entrepreneurs who are looking to just start to take things off their plate for the first time, all the way up to uh, businesses that are doing over $10 million in revenue. Uh, I, would, I would say our sweet spot is, is someone who's, who's been in business for a couple of years and have their systems and processes down pretty well and are just looking to now bring in uh, people at affordable rates that can uh, start to take a lot off their plate and allow them to stay focused on the growth of the business. I am very happy right now hearing all this. <laughs> I uh, yeah yeah there's there's a lot of really exciting things that Dave and I are doing but also uh, I'm doing uh, inside my business I've got a film production company which takes about 300% of my time but all of my side hustles are another thousand percent so it's uh, I'm, I'm continuously <laughs> telling people I need an EA uh, but in reality if I if I was able to get my my uh, you know my stuff in order I could probably rock everything I needed uh, with with these these micro contracts with freelancers. So I'm really excited to to explore the site and the platform. And I'm sorry that I haven't yet 
Carter, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's I think this is really an, an exciting gig economy that's that's being built out here, and you're serving it. So that's that's awesome. Can you tell us about your your website, ConnorGillivan.com? Yeah, sure. So I started ConnorGillivan.com about the same time we started Free Up. It's about two and a half years ago. Uh, we, we were coming off the decision to to start building Free Up, and I had a, a wealth of knowledge of uh, running e-commerce businesses and building a company culture and hiring people. And so that's, that's my personal blog. I'm a, I'm a passionate writer. Um, I really enjoy it and, and kind of sharing my, my knowledge with others. So I, I post there about two times a week with information about building your e-commerce business and other tips for just being a business owner as well. You know, in that space, you know, there's you. Who else, like, who else should people be following? Like, because for a lot of, this is like a new, uncharted territory for a lot of, a lot of folks, you know? Like, you're, you're well established, you know, you, you understand the space, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious, like, who, who do you follow and who, who do you find uh, intriguing or, you know, uh, helpful out there? Yeah, of course. Uh, there's a lot of people um, in the e commerce space, uh, just to, to name a few. Um, Jim Cockrum is a, is a big coach and, mentor for people looking to sell on Amazon. Um, you have Ben Cummings, who is along the similar lines and, and knows just a, a ton about e-commerce. Um, Chad Rubin is also a, a really smart guy. He runs an a, a e-commerce service company, and he, he does a lot of videos and a lot of talks. Um, I mean, there's plenty of people out there, but those are just a, a few that people could check out. Okay, good. Yeah, because I mean, I just think it's such... Um I think for a lot of people, it's just such a new kind of space. And I might, it might sound weird saying that, mm-hmm. you know, from your perspective, Connor, but I just, I just like, we're, as we kind of, you know, in some of our joint projects, Greg, kind of get closer yeah. to being a little more sophisticated. It's just, and what I find is there's so many layers in, of learning that are involved, yeah. right? You know, like how to, you know, use a squeeze page and how to, you know, like, it's, yeah. like <laughs> you know, and, and this whole process of, and, and I mean, you're, and you're, you're like, neck deep in it right now, Greg. I'm looking yeah, at you. Yeah, well, it's funny, Carter, because uh, both Dave and I have very <laughs> traditional businesses, you know, coaching business and film production. Uh, but as mm-hmm. we get excited learning how to how to create new markets and, and, and things like this, it's mm-hmm. like all my tech buddies are just like, yeah, that's old old school, man. <laughs> but I'm like, this is amazing. I yeah. can't believe all this stuff, you know? Um, I think another thing yeah. to address to, <laughs> too is the fear thing. Like, um, I think a lot, a lot of people might be afraid of losing control or bringing an outsider into company uh, that's not full time, not having, you know, um, uh, yeah. how do you how do you speak to that kind of older generation of companies, that other mindset of people that need full control of their their people, etc.? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. And I think most business owners do run into it at a certain point. My advice usually is to just start extremely slow. Um, and know exactly who you want to hire. So take that time to outline the characteristics of the individual, the skills they have, the years of experience. Even if you prefer with working someone in a certain location, make sure that you only interview people that are there where you're comfortable with them um, and, and have a, maybe a, a, a few rounds of interviews where you get to know them pretty well so that you can start to establish some sort of trust factor um, I think that's really important when you're when you're starting to hire someone and, and you're a little scared. And then, like I said, the, the second piece is start slow with the person. Um, hire a freelancer and have them work one hour a day and, and give them a very specific task and see how it goes and hone your communication practices and, and build up that relationship with them. And then once you're comfortable with that one hour a day and you feel the fear going away a little bit, you can add another hour, you can look to bring someone else into your team. 
Um, I, I think that's a, a good way to approach it if you're if you're a little bit scared of it. When you um, you know, I'm thinking of your your uh, I guess your community of freelancers, and you said, did you say earlier you only let like one percent kind of kind of come through to the customers? Right. Yeah. So we we get hundreds of applications every week, but we only let in the top one percent. I was gonna. I was just gonna ask you about that. That must be like to, to only let one percent through. Um, you're you're you got a, lot, a massive amount of volume there, right? Yeah. We uh, we have about we have close to a thousand freelancers apply every single week. Really? Wow. wow. And you have to go through every single application. Yeah, we have a team that goes through every application, um, and then a certain percentage of them make it to an interview round. And then a certain percentage of them make it to a final testing round, uh, and then the one percent makes it into the network. So for the for for freelancers listening to this and they're interested in being represented by you guys, what would what would the advice be to to you know to show your show up the best you can you know in terms of a vetting process like you guys have? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, take it seriously. Um, we, we are very serious about who we let into the marketplace. We look for people that have a good experience. They have a um, you know, a portfolio or past experience of working with clients within the skill set that they want to offer through the marketplace. Um, and then we look for people with really good attitudes that um, really enjoy running their freelance business. They almost act as entrepreneurs just freelancing. Uh, and then that also know that communication is of the utmost importance when it comes to working with clients remotely. I mean, if, if you can't communicate with a client on a regular basis and uh, you just disappear at certain times. There's no way that's going to work out for either party. So that's a really just keep those things in mind. Yeah, that's a really excellent mm-hmm. point. You know, so that's that's so don't just rely on your your technical expertise. You know, make sure you're you you know you're a really effective communicator, which is just a good rule of thumb, I'm guessing. Yeah, excellent advice. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Yeah. Is is there any last uh, last things you want to add in or con just uh, as we wrap up? Anything else that our listeners should know? Uh, including the best ways to get a hold of you and learn more. Yeah, of course. Uh, so we, I do want to offer a, a special coupon to anyone that's listening today. If anyone uh, does want to try out the service, I'm, I'm happy to give a $25 coupon to anyone. Um, and I'll send you over the coupon code that you can include in the show notes um, and send out to the community. And then um, I, if anyone wants to get in touch with me personally, I'll also give you my calendar. Um, if they have any questions or they just want to talk to me about their business and how outsourcing or freelancing could potentially help them, uh, I'm happy to get in touch with them. Connor, that's awesome. You may be getting a call from me. <laughs> that is awesome. Connor, <laughs> but you can't take advantage of the coupon, Greg. Uh, no, no, I, I will not take advantage not of the for, coupon, but I will, I will start <laughs> using hosts. the service well, 100%. And I, I got one last question. So as you're, as you're going through different podcasts, what, you know, and we're always mm-hmm. curious about this because we, as Greg said, we, we started this as just, hey, let's hang out and do this. And then it's kind of grown into something yeah. really fun. What showed up for you where you said, ah, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be interested in talking to these guys? Uh, I mean, just a, any, any type of business podcast that I can get on and get in front of, I, I really love it. Um, I personally really just enjoy talking to other business owners that, are, that have been in the trenches for a while, that are building different companies and um, kind of trying to teach others how to do the lessons that they've learned. So you, you both seemed it interesting, and, and that was kind of the main reason that I reached out. That's awesome. And how close are you to uh, Deep Powder, wherever you're living? In Denver, <laughs> I am uh, about like an hour away, hour and a half. That's pretty close. That's awesome. Are, are you in the mountains a lot? Uh, yeah, we go up there pretty often. We do a lot of hiking in the, the summer and spring, and then uh, uh, I do cross country. and My girlfriend does downhill, so nice. we go up there pretty often. Uh, okay. Well, hey, if you like cross country, I'm gonna do a little shout out to my where I grew up. 
the Yukon Territory, <laughs> Northern Canada, man. It is. It they actually right. had the world championships up there. Uh, not well, geez, now I'm aging myself. A number of years ago, but amazing cross country skiing. So if you, I mean, it's not. That's awesome. It is. It is worth the trek. I'll and tell freaking you. cold, but worth it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Connor, you have a good one, my friend. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate having you uh, come on and share this with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for chatting with me today, guys. I hope you have a good day. And I, I heard you guys are doing a little traveling. So safe travels and enjoy. Thanks, Thanks man. Man, Carter. Take, Take care. care. Man. See ya. Bye-bye. You know what I uh, take away for me? It's just a remind. you know, and I just, I really, you know what? I really want, um, I'm going to promote this amongst, amongst my, my number of my clients. Yeah, of just course. helping them understand the vast, the massive potential of using freelancers or independent contractors or whatever language you're going to use, um, you know, to, to support, you know, whether, and as he, as Connor pointed out, whether you're like a solopreneur or you're, you know, quite established, you know, doing, he said like up to 10 million revenue. I mean, there's so many opportunities and mm-hmm. I just, I, like, I'm just, I'm struck by the amount of conversations I'm having with people that just haven't even considered or they don't know where to start yeah. or they, they say, well, but that's a skill set that's hard to get and this and that. And, and, um, I, I'm just always surprised. Well, the world is your opportunity when it comes to freelancing. And I've uh, I've totally hired um, freelancers on Fiverr.com. And it's a lot of fun because it's like five bucks to do whatever. And for us, uh, we've hired nar- narrators. So if you're a voiceover talent and it doesn't matter where you live, you yeah. just record in your home studio and send yeah. clips over. So for $5, like I would hire... Morgan Freeman impersonators to do like a Morgan Freeman read on a video. Really? So as Hemming says, we you've done we, quite a bit of we it. We have not a lot of it, but um, mostly just for fun, you know. But now that it's the industry is evolving, um, the, the you know the gig economy, as as Connor and so many others uh, call it, there's a real you know uh, corporate brilliant side of of doing it this way, you know especially freeing well, up time. Well, and, and it's oftentimes more affordable. You know? Well, it's massively more affordable. Mm-hmm. And it's like in your, your um, you know, the risk is quite low because, you know, you don't have, anyways, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, so it's nice to hear what they're doing. I, I, we definitely got to check it out um, for our own purposes, yeah. um, you know, collectively, but also independently. So Dave, who do you have coming up next week? Who do we have coming up next week? We have us coming up next week. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm looking at our show notes, and it's got a picture of uh, of, of you, you smashing me into a beer mash yes. ton. A beer is that, that was, what they're called? That was Kim having fun with us, <laughs> and that was wet. And it has uh, Big Tide Brewing in behind the yep. logo, which is very cool. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about. Um, I believe we're going to talk about the million dollar pledge. Yes, and this is a hook for for everybody to, who's listening to come back next week. We're not going to tell you what the million dollar pledge is, yes. but we are going to say. That between Dave and I, there's going to be $200,000 worth of value thrown back into our community through the Million Dollar Pledge. Is that enough of a hook to get people to come back? I, I hope so. <laughs> All right. See you next week, Dave. Next week. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling.
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.